0: My name is Ruth Gledhill and I'm the online editor of The Tablet and with me today for the latest Tablet podcast is Professor Tim Gorringe. Tim is Emeritus Professor of Theological Studies at Exeter University and this week he's written a blog for The Tablet over his concerns about breaking and upholding the law in view of the debate on the Internal Market Bill. Professor, can you please outline your concerns?
1: Well, there are two concerns. The the first is the one that uh, many people have expressed uh, about the government's actions um, in uh, breaking the treaty which was negotiated with the EU. So um, uh, a number of people have um, expressed that or resigned, and that's all to the good. But I I have to say that... um, What uh, causes most concern is the way in which so many uh, Tory MPs and ministers uh, have uh, been prepared uh, to um, simply um, pass over this uh, thing and and treat it with insouciance. Uh, And that seems to me to um, represent a a new low point uh, in um our political culture so that's the first thing but the the second thing is is actually about um what's going on with the bill and what the intention of the bill is uh, and and that's some, uh much uh, more dangerous i think uh, and and what that's about uh, is um to replace the trade which we've previously had with the, with the eu uh, with a deal with uh, trump's america uh, and uh, this threatens uh, our culture all kinds of other things as well uh, in uh, all sorts of ways and in particular um, in the use uh, of uh, what global justice now calls corporate courts so these are investor state um, uh, arrangements uh, under which corporations can sue governments for loss of profits. Uh, And um, just to take uh, three examples, um, when the uh, Argentine uh, currency went into free fall, the government uh, froze um, energy and water prices uh, and they were sued by Um, uh, corporations, including British corporations, for loss of profits, and won. Uh, So $80 billion was claimed from the Argentine state. Uh, And and, um, Anglia Water uh, made £12 million uh, out of the misery of the Argentine poor. Uh, At the moment, um, the Dutch government is being sued because the government wants to phase out coal Uh, And this represents a potential loss of profit for energy firms. Uh, And in Canada, uh, the government has been successfully sued uh, for shutting down a quarry, which they wanted to close for ecological reasons. Uh, And so um, that's the regime that we're talking about. And um, what I tried to argue in the blog was that um, the reason that we're concerned about what's going on uh, with the trade bill Uh, is that um, law is essential to the functioning of any society. Augustine says um, states without laws are nothing but robber bands. Uh, And um, so if uh, Johnson uh, and uh, his group go on in the way that they are, uh, then, uh, as Augustine says, what what we have is not really a government, but a kind of robber band. But then... uh, what they're proposing uh, is that we uh, sign up into a, uh, to a deal uh, where um, these uh, ISTDs, um, these uh, investor state um, uh, r- regulations, um, take precedence over our internal law. Uh, and uh, it seems to me that um, there's a very clear teaching uh, in the history of the church Uh, which says that law is there to um, make sure that the common good um, is preserved and followed. Uh, And um, the common good, in my reading, um, includes both um, dealing with climate change, so preserving um, our planet in the present global emergency, uh, and also looking after the poor, uh, and uh, what these um, uh, settlements uh, actually do is privilege profit over both people and planet. That's that's a- absolutely shocking.
0: I see. So, so all this is um is yes. a manoeuvre really to benefit those who are already rich and privileged in absolutely. this country and abroad and in America primarily. A- that, absolutely am I understanding right.
1: Totally right. Yes.
0: So the Tory Party, I'd always understood it to be the party of law and order. Um, has it has that reputation been? Um, burned for goods now, been trashed irrevocably.
1: <laughs> well, nothing's <laughs> irrevocable, I suppose. Um, and so there are people like Jeffrey Cox who have very properly uh, spoken uh, out about this. Uh, uh, but um, uh, I think, uh, I mean, nothing, nothing stays still. Uh, and uh, in the United States, uh, the Republican Party, we uh, can't forget, uh, was the... Uh, party of Abraham Lincoln, uh, and and you can't imagine uh, a, a greater distance between uh, Lincoln uh, than Donald Trump. Uh, and uh, in the same way, uh, I think the 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 party of Macmillan uh, was uh, changed possibly irrevocably uh, by Margaret Thatcher towards uh, being a, a neoliberal economic party. Uh, and I, I think that what's going on at the moment is is uh, aiming to push uh, that as far as you can to uh, make the Tory party the party of uh, hyper neoliberalism. That's
0: very interesting. And that certainly helps me to understand it better. Now, there's, there's another area which, which I think both myself and others might appreciate a little bit more um, understanding of, which is the question of the backstop and Ireland and Northern Ireland. Yes, now, it seems to be very complex, but I, I think I've seen Boris Johnson arguing that what he's done has actually helped to preserve the Union.
1: Yes, I, 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 you're right. It's absolutely complex. Uh, and I'm, I'm uh, not a lawyer, but uh, what I do know and what we all know uh, is that um, this country and the EU spent three years uh, trying to hammer out a, a, an agreement. Um, And with regards to Northern Ireland, it was precisely um, to do with making sure that um, tensions between the North and South didn't erupt again. Uh, And uh, at the end of that whole process, uh, Johnson himself sat down and signed uh, the agreement, which had taken so long to bring about, and now he's torn it up. Uh, And those people who are saying, which includes, of course, John Major and Theresa May, those people who are saying, you can't do this, I think they're absolutely right.
0: Yes, and as Ed Miliband said um, in his seminar address to the House of Commons, um, he succeeded in uniting all his predecessors um, (laughs) against him. Um, Yet his majority is such that, is there anything anybody can do? It seems to me that he can just go down this road and we have to go with it. We, We don't seem to have a lot of choice at the moment.
1: Well, we don't. Uh, we don't have to go with it. I mean, uh, only thirty percent of uh, people who voted actually voted for him. So that's part of the nonsense of the political system that we have. Uh, and so, the point I wanted to make in that little piece that uh, I sent to the Tablet was that uh, whatever other people uh, do, uh, and and beyond this particular concern uh, uh, about what the House of Commons is doing, um, as um, church as Christians, we ought to be opposing uh, these uh, types of um, investor state tribunals uh, because um they're absolutely not directed at the common good they're as you said they're only directed at the profit uh, and wealth of, of of a tiny group of individuals and uh, and of corporations uh, and and uh, they're uh, clearly against both people and planet and so Uh, again, in terms of our tradition, uh, which argues that unjust law is no law, uh, we we have to, uh, or we ought to be, um, opposing them as church. Uh, This is nothing to do with the Tory party or Boris Johnson or whatever, but it's to do with this particular kind of economy. Um, And uh, I I pointed out in um, that uh, blog that um, the church could have op- uh, opposed the Aryan law in Germany, ought to have done, but didn't. Uh, parts of the church did oppose the apartheid laws uh, in South Africa. Uh, and uh, this is a, 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 an area where uh, I think it's, it's not um, a trifling matter at all. It's right at the heart of our concern, uh, both for the planet and for the poor. Uh, and um, as church, uh, we ought to... Um, uh, take issue with it uh, and make it a, a really um, high profile issue I'm quite sure Pope Francis would be on board for this yes and
0: uh, we saw the terrible consequences of the church's failure um, and and the failure of others as well um, to intervene effectively um, um, before the war which led in the war to the death the murder of six million Jews yes. never mind millions of others yeah um, what do you think could be the consequences of of this now
1: that we're seeing? Well, we see, we we really see what the consequences are so um these uh, corporations are not interested in what happens to the planet uh, and uh, anybody who um follows um the um IPCC reports uh, knows that Um, What's going on vis-a-vis climate change, uh, loss of biodiversity and all the rest of it uh, is a matter of absolutely crucial importance. So we have to address that. Addressing that uh, can't allow corporations uh, to ride roughshod over the um, ecological concerns of states. So that's the first thing. Uh, And secondly, we see uh, all over the world that um, in our um, constantly growing population uh, on the tip of 8 billion, um, there are enormous numbers uh, of uh, uh, wretchedly poor, uh, probably about a quarter of the world's population. Uh, and again, these corporations are quite prepared to uh, take, and we see this uh, again and again, to take states uh, to court and wring money out of them uh, if uh, they think their profits Uh, are um, threatened and that's just it's immoral unjust uh, according to our tradition completely wrong so if we want to stand up for the poor uh, we have to um, have these um, dispute mechanisms in our sights
0: and how can we make these people care because the sense I get and I think many others must share this is that they actually don't care
1: their priorities
0: are in totally other areas.
1: Of course, that's quite true. Um, But um, so, for example, um, Global Justice Now uh, in this country uh, and uh, the Transnational Institute in Holland uh, and uh, uh, other groups all around the world um, are campaigning to bring about a different kind of economic order. Uh, And so it is a question of... um, uh, vocally, visibly uh, opposing uh, these trade agreements and setting out what we believe to be um, uh, a better uh, economic order, which d- doesn't um, say that we shouldn't trade, but does say that we ought to trade justly, which was uh, right at the heart of um, uh, St Thomas' uh, economic thinking.
0: And however small, what can a person like myself, an ordinary lay person, other ordinary people, do here and now
1: well uh for the, the first thing to do uh, is to uh, sign up to global justice now if you put that into your uh google uh, engine you can uh, you'll come up with lots of things uh, and uh you there's they are constantly offering uh webinars uh and um Uh, uh, publications which uh, help people understand what's going on in this. Uh, And then from there, uh, we can uh, mobilise to um, say to the government that that what you're doing is simply unconscionable.
0: That's good. So thank you very much, Professor. And for any listeners, um, Global Justice Now can be found at globaljustice.org.uk. We're really grateful for your time. And however small, I do believe that anything like this and related actions can make a difference. So best wishes and um, let's, all, let's all care, if nothing else.